Another show, another playoff update as the Sabres stay alive. Your Locked On Sabres, your daily podcast on the Buffalo Sabres. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in, and thanks for making Locked On Sabres your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts, as well as on YouTube. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And it is a great day to be covering the Buffalo Sabres on the Locked On Podcast Network. The season survives. We are right back at it today. We're going to recap Sabres and Rangers. We're going to preview Sabres and Devils. We still have playoff scenarios to talk about uh, because of the thrilling shootout victory by the Sabres over the New York Rangers. So we'll talk about the goaltending situation as well as we will preview a big important game that Pittsburgh has uh, that pertains to the Sabres on Tuesday night. So all that coming your way at Sneaky Joe Sports to follow me on Twitter at Lockdown Sabres to follow the podcast account. Go to YouTube, search in Lockdown Sabres. That's the way to find our YouTube channel. Um, you know, Looking around at uh, the games on Monday night, watching a little bit of Panthers and Maple Leafs, watching a little bit of Islanders and Capitals, and of course being glued to Sabres and Rangers. It was an awesome experience. I mean, I was standing up for the entire third period. I jumped in the air when Levi had Artemi Panarin in circles in the shootout. It was just a thrilling, thrilling game to watch and to experience. And it's April! It's April. I'm wearing golf clothes, if you can't tell, if you're watching on YouTube. Uh, that is because I am going golfing after the show here. Um, but I'm wearing golf clothes. I'm going to go golfing after talking about a Sabres game that matters for the playoffs. That's where we live now. I, that's never happened to me before, at least not since high school. Uh, it's been a long time, of course. So we got to talk about this game, but of course we will get to Sabres and Devils a little bit later on, so stay tuned for that. Um, and if you're listening right up to the game, as we're recording here on uh, late Tuesday morning, early Tuesday afternoon, uh, second episode or second segment, if you skip to that, that's where our Devils preview will be. But the, the win over the Rangers is definitely where we have to start this game. I mean, it was just everything you could have asked for. Uh, the Sabres outplayed the Rangers from beginning to end for the most part with, you know, it's NHL hockey. You're going to have five-minute stretches here and there where the other team outplays you. But in large part, the Sabres went in to Madison Square Garden against a Stanley Cup contender, and they outplayed them for 50 of 60 minutes, 45 of 60 minutes. They were the better team throughout the night. That is represented in the shots on goal in this game. The Sabres outshooting the Rangers 39-28. to 28. That is represented by uh, some of the advanced stats from this game. And, you, you know, when I say advanced stats, they're really not that advanced. Just counting shot attempts uh, is really all it is. Uh, just remembering things that we don't write down. Uh, shot attempts in this game, 56 for Buffalo, 50 for the New York Rangers. Scoring chances, high danger scoring chances in this game. Actually, we're even at 16-16. Uh, scoring chances were 32-32. But expected goals for... 59.7% Sabres over the Rangers uh, in this one. And that is, uh, you know, it was Igor Shesterkin's show, right? Like, 
He is a Vesna caliber goaltender, the defending Vesna champion. He is one of the best goalies in hockey, and he's been one of the most consistent goalies in hockey since he entered the NHL early 2020. Um, he was unbelievable. He was the only reason I thought the Rangers were in that game. He made great saves in the shootout. He made great saves in overtime, great saves in regulation. He ends the night 37 saves on 39 shots on goal. I actually thought that Shesterkin should have been one of the three stars of the game. It went Levi number one, Panarin number two, Casey Middlestad number three. I thought Shesterkin deserved to be one of the three stars of that game. He was unbelievable. The Sabres, though, figured out a way to beat him twice. The first goal by J.J. Paterka comes off an incredible shift by him, Jack Quinn, and Tyson Jost. Constant pressure. Quinn goes to the net, puts it out in front, and Paterka buries it. Paterka almost had another one in the third period that hit the crossbar. So he was great. Uh, that whole line was good. I actually, it's funny. I tweeted out in the third period that Paterka should play every other shift the rest of the way. And I'm not sure he played another shift. He got taken out. But Don Granato is one to take out those two, Quinn and Paterka, when the when the, the nitty gets gritty. Um, so he comes out. But the Sabres tie the game anyway. Casey Middlestat follows up a great effort by Alex Tuck. Uh, and he's able to bury it. By the way, I didn't even realize, I'm looking at the ice time right now, Paterka only played nine minutes and 15 seconds of ice time in that game. Jost got seven minutes and 58 seconds. That's nothing. And then Quinn was at 10 minutes. They really went down to three lines uh, at the end of that game. And, man, did they go down to two pairs. <laughs> Holy cow. Holy Don Granado is just playing the you-know-what out of four defensemen. In this game, listen to the ice time in this game, how wide the disparity is from top two pairs to third pair, if you hadn't seen it. Rasmus Dahlin led the way, 30 minutes and 40 seconds of ice time, okay? Mat Matias Samuelson, 28 minutes, 19 seconds. Henry Okiharu, 25 minutes, 56 seconds. Owen Power, 25 minutes, 37 seconds. And then, the third pair, Ilya Labushkin, Seven minutes and 47 seconds. Riley Stillman, six minutes and 30 seconds. Just nothing. Just nothing for those two. Um, fine. You know what? Fine. It's the, you're trying to, you're emptying the tank. I talked to Don Granato on the, the, the morning show on WGR on Tuesday morning, and he talked a lot about it. You don't worry about, you know, load management at this point. When you're trying to get in, it's not November. Uh, you got to go all out, empty the tanks uh, because you got to get it in. You're not saving that energy for anything coming up. So, Wow, did he play the hell out of those four defensemen, though. But the Sabres were great overall, and they deserve a lot of credit for digging out in that game and winning it. And Middlestack gets his 13th of the season. Paterka gets his 12th of the season. Uh, and how about how about the confidence of, of Donnie Meatballs? Don Granato, he earned the nickname Donnie Meatballs for a reason because he's got some he's got some big, he's got some big, I mean, well, the stones on this guy. To put Owen Power, a 20-year-old rookie defenseman who is not a goal scorer in that spot. Fourth player in the shootout to go. And Power goes right to left, little wrist shot over the shoulder of Igor Shesterkin, who looked like he had a brain injury. Um, he like was frozen in time after that, uh, after that goal went in. So a great job by power and an even better job by Donnie Granato to, to show the confidence uh, in, in Owen power to put him in there. So the Sabres again, outplay the Rangers and they stay alive in the playoff race and they get some help on the night because I watched a lot of that Panthers Maple Leafs game on my second screen and the Sabres got a little lucky there because the Panthers 
severely outplayed the Maple Leafs uh, in that one. And then they got a little lucky in that a Washington team that's got nothing to play for and didn't have Alex Ovechkin is able to pull off an upset win over the New York Islanders by a score of 5-2. to two. So they got the help they needed, and it wasn't likely help, but they got it anyway. Um, so a timeout here, and when we come back, a preview of Sabres and Devils, uh, including what I think we're going to see and what I would argue for for what the Sabres should do in goal with Devin Levi playing back-to-back nights. We'll talk a lot more about Levi, and not just the Sabres-Devils matchup in mind, but also how incredible he was against the Rangers. That's coming up here in the Lockdown Sabres podcast. We are presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Uh, I went two for three. On my sneaky good bets last night, hit on the Sabres money line. I went on the hit on the over for Igor Shesterkin saves, and of course you could hit, you could bet on basketball. Uh, the play-in games are here with three-point uh, props or just over/unders or money line. Um, you've got baseball, of course, going on as well. Grand slams, no hitters, and double plays are back. There's no better place to get in on MLB action or NBA or NHL action than FanDuel, America's number one sports book. That's right, because right now. New customers can step up to the plate with a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. All you got to do is go to FanDuel.com slash locked on, sign up, place your first bet, and you get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if you don't win. You could bet on Aaron Judge to hit a home run. You could bet on Henry Oki Haru to score a goal if you want. You could bet on Jimmy Butler to have 10 three-pointers. So don't miss your chance to get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. FanDuel, official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. Welcome back to the Locked On Sabres podcast. Sneaky Joe DiBiase and Devin Levi against the Rangers. Real quick, he was unbelievable. Unbelievable. This is what it's like. This is what it's like to have a goaltender. 26 saves on 28 shots. The the shootout saves going 5 for 6. The shootout. I mean, the quick twitch that Levi shows. Staying, I mean, putting Artemi Panarin into a box. Just giving him nothing in terms of a look. Uh, incredible ability there. Um, he, of course, he he let in two goals from Panarin, but both goals were like, those are sniper's goals. How are you going to st- The second one especially, you're not going to stop. The first one, that's a wrist shot, short side. Maybe you'd like to have that one back. Second one by Panarin is just a rip. That is a la- one-timer slap shot, top corner, 99 miles per hour. Like, very rare, very few times is a goalie actually going to stop that. So, a great job by Levi on the night uh, overall. Very active stick in the shootout, I must say, by the way. And he's just so active, right? Like, he's all over the place. He's going side to side. Uh, he's attacking out in the crease. And, yeah, that's going well, to create some goals behind him once in a while. But more often, you're going to get a night like this where he's out challenging and he's making save after save. The, the combo save Levi makes where he makes one save sprawling out, I believe, I believe, on Chris Kreider. And he's down on the ground. The puck goes out into the slot. And Levi has got to levitate back to the ice and attack the shooter in the circle. Just the athleticism to be down on the ice, jump up, and go forward. All, like, within a second and make the pad save. That's the, the, save, the save sequence he had late in the second period. Levi is unbelievable. And it goes to why I believe that even though He has now started four games in a row and five of six. Devin Levi has has to play against the New Jersey Devils. Absolutely has to play. And I also would want to predict that he does play 
against the New Jersey Devils. Now, first, why he has to play. You might not think you know what Levi is going to look like on this short of rest, a back-to-back situation when he's played this many games in a row. You're not sure what it's going to look like? All right, I could accept that. What you do know, you, you, you know what you know is going to look like? You know what Ukepekalukin and Eric Comrie are going to look like. Seven times out of ten. They're going to lose you a hockey game every once in a while. And I cannot picture in my mind, I just can't imagine having Eric Comrie in the goal when the season's on the line like this. And that goes for Ukepekalukin in as well. He has not been consistent. All season long, he does not warrant being in this game. Not by his AHL play, not by his NHL play. He just, he should not be playing this game. It's got to be Devin Levi. Has to be. And even if it's just that unknown factor of you don't know what he's going to look like. But I, because he's 21 years old. And one other thing, Levi actually played eight back-to-backs at Northeastern this season where he played back-to-back nights. Now it's a little easier in college to do that because you have more days off in the middle of a week uh, than you do in the NHL, but eight different occasions, Levi played back-to-back nights. And in the second, the eight second, uh, the four, no, it is eight games, eight games in the second of the back-to-back. He had a six and two record. He had a nine sixty save percentage and three shutouts. Those are better numbers than his college best numbers that he had on the season as a whole. So I think it's got to be Levi on Tuesday night. And I think it's going to be Levi because when we asked Don Granato about it Tuesday morning, he talked a lot about you can't don't pick up on my trends from November and put them to now because November is different than now at conserving energy, making sure guys are good for the season as a whole. That is no longer a part of the equation. And since that's no longer a part of the equation, he sounded like someone who just wants to play his best guy. And even if that's in back-to-back nights, and how can you argue that that's anybody but Devin Levi right now? So I think it's going to be Levi against the New Jersey Devils. We do know who the Devils goaltender is going to be, by the way. It's going to be Vitek Venecek. Now, Mason, uh, Mackenzie Blackwood, back healthy. Um, he is the other goaltender for New Jersey. He had been their starter. They add Venecek in the offseason. And he's really been their number one all year. And he's been really good. Uh, big reason why they are where they are in the standings, which is second place in their division. And by the way, tough for the Sabres, Tuesday night, seven o'clock in Jersey, and the Devils have something to play for. They are one point behind Carolina for first place in the Metropolitan Division. So uh, the Devils are going to be coming after the Sabres in this one because they want first place. And they would rather, of course, would rather play Pittsburgh or the Islanders uh, than they would want to play, of course, the Rangers, who are a legit Stanley Cup contender. Now, Venacek on the season, you know, good. When I said incredible, or what did I say, amazing? I should have couched that a little bit. He's been very good for them. He's not been incredible. In fact, out of, let's see here, out of 79 goaltenders that have played double-digit games this season, he ranks 29th. All right, so above average, an above average goaltender in the league. Uh, Goal saved above expected. Actually, that's total, 3.5. Goal saved above expected per 60 minutes. He's about the same, 33rd. Um, So around the same territory as a little bit better than Craig Anderson, actually, but doing it in twice as many games. So that's where you're at. Uh, Not not Shesterkin, but also not a backup. Um, That's where you're at. Luke Hughes. 
a name that you've probably not heard me say in a while. In fact, you'd have to go all the way back to my shows about the 2021 NHL draft to hear the name Luke Hughes, probably 19 year old defenseman from the university of Michigan um, who remember that Michigan draft, it went one, two, three, four, Michigan. And the fourth pick in that draft was Luke Hughes. Now he returned to Michigan because he was younger than the rest. Um, he played in Michigan this season, had a very strong year. Uh, in fact, this year at Michigan, he had 48 points in 39 games on the blue line. That's incredible numbers. Uh, he's a very strong defenseman. There was a minute there, a minute after the Sabres won that lottery last season where I said, hey, should we think about Luke Hughes for this? Because he's more dynamic than Owen Power. But I very quickly got talked off that and, and was told, yes, he's a flashier player, but you want power. Trust me, you want power. And that has absolutely come to fruition. Luke Hughes could still become an incredible defenseman, but you'd obviously rather have power. But Hughes is a good player, but it's his NHL debut. No idea what to expect. And, and because he's dynamic and he's an up-and-down type of defenseman, you know, very um, offensive you know, maybe there's some defensive lapses there, but they've got to watch him and the rush. He's a very good defenseman on the rush uh, through the neutral zone. So Luke Hughes making his NHL debut. Keep an eye out on him. Um, where are they sit in the standings? So with the win against the Rangers. But other notes, by the way, for Sabres and Devils. I mean, the Sabres lineup is going to be exactly the same. The Devils lineup. Um, I'll do one more check here uh, before we get rolling on the standings. But yeah, they're looking the way they always, they really have. Hughes is going to play in the third pair, or uh, I guess they they, they kind of have three second pairs. Uh, Luke Hughes is going to open with Dem and Severson, a name that I like for the Sabres in the offseason. That's actually a pretty strong pair. The Devils have a really strong uh, blue line. Uh, just really strong, strong team overall. Tomas Tatar is back in the lineup. He's up on top with Nico Heischer and Dawson Mercer. Dawson Mercer, keep an eye out on him, number 91. He has been hot this year. He is, uh, I think, over 30 goals now on the season. So watch out for Dawson Mercer. He's a he's a good player. Um, and we'll have sneaky good bets coming up in a little bit. But quickly on the standings before we take a timeout. The Sabres, here's what they need. We got the Penguins playing Chicago. We'll preview that game coming up too. The Sabres need to win. And they if they win, I mean, they'll be two points back of the Island. Islanders will play to Wednesday. They'll be two points back of the Islanders with a game in hand. And that's going to sound really good. But here's, frankly, what they need. They need to win their final three games, and they need either Florida to lose in regulation or the Islanders to lose in any fashion to Montreal. And then on top of that, they need the Penguins to drop two of four points. That's the equation. Now, if they go 2-0-1, then you need the Islanders to lose in regulation to the Montreal Canadiens on Wednesday night. And you still need the Penguins now to drop three of a possible four. So they still could make it by going two on one and they won't be dead uh, if they get one point uh, against the against the Devils, although they need to get one point and not have Pittsburgh win to stay alive. Simplest way to say it. They win on Tuesday. They're still alive and they'll go into Wednesday needing Montreal to beat the New York Islanders. Um in some way, shape, or form, and if they don't get that, they will then need uh, they will then need the Panthers to lose on Thursday to Carolina. So that's the standings in 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 a nutshell. Uh, easiest way to put it. When we come back, sneaky good bets, and then we'll talk about the Pittsburgh Chicago matchup. Not looking good if you're rooting for uh, if you're rooting against Pittsburgh in this one, but we'll tell you why when we come back here on the Lockdown Sabers podcast with Joe DiBiase. 
Welcome back to the Locked On Sabres podcast with Joe DiBiase, and thanks for making us your first listen every day. All right, it is time for Sneaky Good Bets, uh, and we are going to kick the, I, I had a good night, two for three uh, against the against the New York Rangers. Can I help you? I spent for audio listeners. I don't know. You want to chime in? Do you want to give betting analysis for everybody? No? Good, good boy. Okay, time for sneaky good bets. Uh, all right. And uh, these are, of course, brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. So starting with bet number one, New Jersey Devils, Sabres over. Six and a half goals at minus 160. Uh, minus 160 for the over. Now, that's a lower number than even I wanted. I wanted seven, but a lot of the sharp money is on the over in this one. And I think that's because the Levi reputation and Vanacek being in that and the Devils being such a strong team defensively. But these two teams really can get up and down the ice. And Levi, you know, I think he should start. But there, of course, is a potential uh, with him playing so many games here to if he plays in the first place to give up a bunch. Um, and Vanacek, as I mentioned, like he's a good goalie, but he's not a superstar. So these are two insanely offensive teams uh, that I think have all the talent in the world. Jack Hughes and, of course, Thompson and Cousins. And, you know, Jesper Bratt's got 30 goals in the season for for uh, the Devils. These are just two insanely talented teams. And uh, I believe that this will hit the over on six and a half goals. And I'll take the minus 160 odds. I'm going to go back to the Jordan Greenway well. well. He had a couple of chances on my plus 600 bet against the Devils tonight. You're getting him at plus 550. Odds went up a little bit. He is still playing on that second line with Dylan Cousins and Tage Thompson. Um, and I think because he's playing with two goal scorers like that, two very good playmakers, um, that he's in the perfect situation to get a goal. And his odds do not reflect that, in my opinion. I think his odds are almost like someone that would be playing on the fourth line. He's playing on the second line. Jordan Greenway, anytime goal scorer, plus 550. And then finally... I'm going back to the goalie well. This is the goalie well for who the Sabres are playing. I hit on Chesterkin over 28 and a half saves. I'm getting a way lower number. How about this at FanDuel? Vitek Venacek over 22 and a half saves is all. And that's at minus 122. Uh, I am taking the over on Venacek saves over 22 and a half. So Vitek Venacek over 22 and a half. Jordan Greenway anytime goal scorer plus 550. And Devils Sabres over at six and a half. Those are my sneaky good bets. For Sabres and Devils. And before we run out of time here, a very, very quick uh, look at Sabres, uh, excuse me, Pittsburgh versus Chicago uh, on Tuesday night. Now, while we're at FanDuel, minus 520, the Penguins on the money line. That is an enormous favorite. As big a favorite as you ever see in the league. Now, why is that? I've been telling you for a while the Penguins stink, but they're nothing compared to Chicago. Chicago is all in on this Bedard tank. They have lost 11 of 12. They are tied for dead last in the National Hockey League. 11 of 12 they lost. I mean, holy cow. Now, goaltender-wise, we don't know what we're going to see from Chicago. Maybe Peter Mrazek in goal would be my guess. We are going to see Tristan Jari for the Penguins. So he's they're going with their starting goaltender. But don't count on Chicago. But you need one of them. You need Chicago or you need Columbus to pull off a win over Pittsburgh or the Sabres have no chance. So you're rooting for Chicago. You're rooting against Pittsburgh. That game also a seven o'clock puck drop. Uh, so uh, you, if you're going double screen, that's the one you want to throw on the double screen. All right. Thanks everybody for making lockdown Sabres your first listen every day. Enjoy Sabres and devils. And now go make your next listen. Lockdown game to game.
Every moment, every top performance, every result. Locked On Game to Game covers every game from across the NHL. Local analysis that only Locked On can deliver. Follow Game to Game on Locked On NHL, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts.